0: people like people like games
1: what's up what's up and welcome back to another episode of people like games if you do not know by now this is still a running joke. This is just going to continue. But <laughs> every, anyway, every episode, forever. Oh, who's that? Who's yep. that? Lilo. It's not just I'm back. Solo anymore. Lilo has returned uh, from. Where were you?
0: So I was on hi- hiatus. You know, I wanted to let the fans know what it was like to have Solo just record by himself, and unfortunately, the numbers we,
1: reflected a
0: downward trend. We, we all knew. We all voice. knew that it wasn't great. So uh, it was not. You know, I had to take a break and now I'm back and if you're wondering why I sound crystal clear right now it's because our uh, our boy Tralfi hooked it up with a brand new mic for me so hopefully you'll be getting some better quality podcasts coming up at least the audio quality content wise uh, debatable but audio quality Always definitely improved yeah
1: straight uh, we... up and seriously major shout out to trophy mm-hmm. let's hope we get some uh, an A1 upgrade here to be able to uh get it going.
0: Hell yeah.
1: Let's do yeah, it. Yeah. Let's right. do it. So you guys know that we have to do these plugs because that's how it goes. Uh at people like games is a Twitter. Hit us up. Follow us. Uh you know, you know whatever goes on there. And be sure to subscribe and leave some love and reviews so we can jump up to the top of the top two hundred podcasts and oh, I can yeah. gloat. Yeah.
0: Has anyone and, actually hit you up yet? Uh, hit us up no. yet? Sorry, hit us up. Let me let me crack that. No. Hey, don't worry. Th- those bots. You know, we'll get into that a little bit yeah. later in this episode. But no, well, those bots—they're well, well, well,
1: real. <laughs> well, I've, I've been talking to like one other person. Like a person runs a podcast called Esports Narrative. If you want, check it out at Esports Narrative. It is a pretty cool. Guy, uh, cool show, great focus. So he, he's been cool. So that's like a building a community of of, of, of people or fellow like people games, making bro. podcasts is one.
0: Oh, okay. okay. I thought we're gonna, gonna, say we're, we're gonna like get games. on the map.
1: We're gonna get on the map. People be hitting us up. But for Hell now, yeah. they were like the only time people hit me up, they were like, "Yo, what the fucks up with Webo's volume?" I was like, "Yo, what can I do?" <laughs> Screw
0: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anyway, now without much further ado, let's get into quick scope. So I'm going to lead things off here, and we're going to start with Monster Hunter World, which ended up shipping 7.5 million copies, becoming the fastest selling game in Capcom history, and I believe an update uh, came out with the fact that it might have been the most, it sold, I believe now, over 48 million copies pretty impressive as i've said for a couple of weeks now i really want to play the game but i have not had the opportunity to because i have not had the time
0: to to be frankly <laughs> honest but, like, dude life gets in, were, in the way and there's a lot of games but i have exactly yeah i'm like, fortnite, fortnite though so it is but, 7.5 million copies that were sold and then 48 million copies over the lifetime of the series see, it was apparently
1: there's like a, a, a like a semantics, semantical difference, I believe, <laughs> with the fact that there was 7.5 million copies shipped, but only seven million copies sold. Right,
0: right, right. So, right.
1: if that makes a difference, which I'm sure it does not, when it comes to that range of numbers, popular is the phrase. But I think that's sort of due to the fact that one, it's a cool, awesome open world game, and two, the fact that it was on all consoles, it was on xbox and ps4 uh simultaneously whenever you get all the consoles and pc you'll always see higher sales but
0: higher sales man. they marketed it well it's just it seems like a fun concept and hype it gets hype man that's like sort of what happens you saw how popular it was how many copies is sold and that kind of just reflects people want to get on that hype train hence Fortnite yeah. and that kind of shit and we'll get we'll get onto that in a little bit but you know i don't know you Got anything else to say
1: no, no that, 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 that's about that one on uh, on Monster Hunter World. I'm gonna all be right. sure to check that out. We're we're definitely gonna get a game review going sometime soon.
0: Hell yeah! Um, all right, so I'll be taking it off next. Moving on, just a quick little thing. Game Informer—it's a magazine for those who don't know—that reflects the gaming news in the you know in the world right now. I guess you'd say. Uh, currently on their 300th issue, and so to celebrate that milestone, they. Uh, are releasing four special covers. These are regional covers, and the four themes for these covers are going to be Red Dead Redemption, Minecraft, Metroid, and World of Warcraft. So I don't know, Solo, if you've gotten to take a look at them, but they're pretty freaking dope. And my I... favorite is, wow
1: really really like the cover art i think it is beautiful but (laughs) at the same time i am curious what the criteria was for choosing the games uh that were on those covers
0: i gotcha hey uh, what seems like one of every console one of the main consoles metroid is like nintendo-esque realm world of warcraft pc blizzard minecraft also pc sort of everything ubiquitous right now across all consoles and then red dead is uh, xbox yeah you know? what's well, the best 300 games of all
1: time i'm curious where they end up ranking these wow makes sense red dead makes sense
0: minecraft, minecraft. definitely makes sense they make yeah. so much money off that game yeah metroid but- it's for both of us is definitely obscure but i think for any hardcore nintendo fan it's one of a like a, you know they have diehard fans diehards that's true
1: that's definitely true so well, what can you really do with that but they're worth checking out i'm curious when the issue comes out what those rankings will be i'm sure we're going to cover those yeah i'm sure i'm going to complain about some Everything, of my all exactly of bioshock's not going to be on there sorry bro if <laughs> bioshock is going to be top five and no. it's not going to be five it's Ooh. going to be actually no you
0: know i'd give it top 10 or, maybe maybe I top would say, 20
1: in all honesty i would say it's top two but it's not two no no exactly i don't no, I really agree with yeah. you it's just I agree with that you're wrong moving I on i agree with that <laughs> moving, <laughs> on. moving on moving on moving on uh a little bit of news actually about the next battlefield so it's looking like the game is going to be returning to world war ii this year which is Pretty interesting because news reports had, or I guess rumors now, because reports would be accurate, but <laughs> rumors were that it was going to be Battlefield Bad Company Three, and it was going to be set during the Vietnam War. But instead, they're going World War Two. And have you played Call of Duty World War Two?
0: Call of Duty? Not, and no, no, I haven't done that.
1: Yeah, not it, recently. It came out last year, and it, it's been a pretty well selling game, and it's. Pretty ballsy to be like, alright, we'll throw it down. To be frankly mm-hmm. honest, I enjoyed Battlefield Three so much. And four. Three Battlefield three and four were incredible. I didn't play Battlefield One even though I really wanted to. Sorry. I thought it was too
0: complicated. <laughs> I uh, sorry, we had to take a quick a little break there. Solo and I our phone calls got a little messed up. But now we're fixed. Back to the show. You were saying about Battlefield. I was
1: saying that the fact that uh, they're going to be going to, what's it called, World War II is pretty interesting given the fact that they have the ability to venture into sort of different territory. Okay.
0: I think... I don't know. Go go on, go on. I keep cutting you off. Sorry, buddy.
1: I, I think that it... It's interesting. That's all. I, I feel like it's it's a sort of throwing a gauntlet down to a certain degree to be like, "Hey, we're going to go to." Uh, we're going to two ourselves. Awesome. Exactly. We're going to go yeah. to World War Two
0: ourselves. And so, I mean, Call of Duty uh, and Battlefield I, always do that shit, right? They always go back and forth. I just think it's funny going from World War One to World War Two. Hopefully, they progress up the the series. Maybe next after that, what, what was the war in the fifties? What well, Vietnam War? Something, something, something. You know, I'm not really too good on my history. The, Korean like, war, uh, yeah. Like yeah, Cold War.
1: Cold War. There there's there's a whole bunch of wars that they could have done. It's interesting that I feel like World War Two is sort of played at this point. I feel like how many different angles can you cover World War Two? I
0: New so, Mechanics, Better I, Graphics, people still love it. Bring it exactly. out.
1: Exactly. Hey, look at the sales of uh you know, the Call of Duty. Makes uh easy you know it speaks for itself why wouldn't you just jump into that arena right. no, so much money. Oh well so much money so much money but we'll wait we'll see what comes out with that uh i'm curious to see when they're going to release the demo but i'm sure it's going to be fire especially coming <laughs> on the heels of world war one where they mastered <laughs> that those sort of
0: Dude, Battlefield One, one mechanics. so much fun and if anyone still hasn't played it like you should game is awesome agreed We'll play with play friends. Agreed. All right, moving on. Going to hit up some Fortnite news because we've been covering Battle Royales recently on a lot of these episodes. So in case you're wondering, yes, Fortnite is officially really winning this Battle Royale war, right? So an analysis done by this website called Silly Gnome it does a couple, couple things. Um, over the past two weeks alone, Fortnite has been watched for over – 4,882 years and streamed for 246 years worth of content. I don't know if you understand what that means. That's just absolutely mind-bogglingly huge. 246 years worth of content streamed in the past two and a half weeks, and then 4,000 years watched like what <laughs> watched 4,000 years that's insane a casual um, Yeah, it's just exactly casual. It's ridiculous. Uh, So over the past 30 days, Fortnite was second in the most watched, only the League of Legends. And in the past 90 days, it is still the most streamed game with 892 years worth of content in 90 days versus PUBG, which took second place for 726 years. So clearly this shows Fortnite is on the rise. PUBG is not obviously it's not going away, going away anytime soon, but it's it's declining compared to Fortnite's meteoric rise. It's insane
1: i mean uh, it- Fortnite is getting spots on good morning america it's right. been picked up by celebrities and athletes and it, it, it's what i kept saying it the accessibility is going to be way more far ranging than a casual core set of gamers and that's that's what's occurred like it, it, it's really easy to boot up it's really interesting colorful unique uh it's really aesthetically pleasing but you go to PUBG on top of the bugs, et cetera. You know, we, you know, if we're. I was talking about the charity stream that they did last week. Like, it just it wasn't watchable it, 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 to the degree that it would be fun.
0: I think. Uh, I don't know. I think actually, those are very, very valid points. Fortnite is definitely probably funner to watch than PUBG. PUBG requires a lot more sneaking. Fortnite. You can mess around a little bit, but it's just—I uh, don't know—it's crazy. I wonder. This makes me think, right? Fortnite's around; it's gonna be around to stay for a little bit. But just like everything else, gamers get bored easily, and it's all about the next thing and the next yeah. thing. So, agreed. In, you know, but six months—we'll probably talk about something else. I I agree with
1: that, uh, one hundred percent. But at the same time, it 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 hasn't hit its maximum peak just yet it, right. it's going it's it's going I, I actually yeah you're right in about six months uh by the way i apologize for the ringing in the background i kept getting calls and i wasn't in my <laughs> phone so i can't mute it and so said is the curse of uh you know, Technology distance of microphone volume necessity to distance from my phone. So shit happens, so I can't help that I'm in demand by way <laughs> of two calls that you have no contacts to. That's all what I'm right. talking about. That's how I do it. But I do agree that the game is going to be within six months. Something someone else is going to do something interesting. Like H one Z one went auto royale. It's, someone's going to pivot the the concept in a way that'll be interesting. I, if Fortnite may have you know Team Fortress Two longevity too. There's no saying that you know. Yeah, no,
0: it could. It, it could.
1: Yeah. It, I it, if the, gra- the the graphics hold up, and so that it makes it sort of timeless they're going to have to add more gaming modes I think yeah, the Battle sure. Royale element will get tiresome but yep. they'll expand they'll probably, it they'll be smart that, about that it the
0: deathmatch I mean at one time they did the 50 on 50 team deathmatch was actually awesome where you and like a whole squad of people ended up on the same team that was cool they'll switch it up but uh, to keep yeah. in line with Quickscope let's let's continue on real quick uh, we got okay, new weapons we're, we're in are trying Fortnite. get to the next one <laughs> oh, okay, we're, yeah, you're you're just rushing off all the good stories, but you're right. know, this, it, know can't just, it can't be a quick scope. It can't be a quick scope. We spent ten minutes on it. Um, that's true. That's Fortnite a fact. Uh, has a couple new weapons coming out potentially, so these might hit the scene soon. uh They were found by a site called storm shield one, which did data mining on the new patch. And so these files essentially are located inside the patch, but they haven't been released yet because there's a couple of, like uh, flags essentially that Fortnite needs to set for them to come out of the game. Long story short, you got six new weapons, right? Two shotguns, potentially one auto shotgun, one break action shotgun. Not sure what that means. We'll find out more. There's a gun called a slug gun. It fires slugs like your pistol out of a rifle though. And it's uh has a high damage, high impact but slow reload really that really, I can't even speak reload times and it's called the hammer crush which is a pretty crazy name. Uh you have one precision rifle which will fire a tight burst, kind of like the tri shot that's currently in the game and then uh two LMGs that are going to be the same family as a machine gun but they do crazy amount of damage also with terrible accuracy. So be on the lookout yeah. for those.
1: That's pretty cool that again I'm just taking I'll look at the article myself now, but it the only thing that strikes me out, in addition to all the details you gave me, that it was a data mine, and again, I need to eventually sit down and do an actual good in-depth story on data mining, because it's obviously become so prevalent in gaming industry to figure out what's going to be released beforehand.
0: Right, right. It's how people have the leaks essentially once you have a patch you put it in place the patch obviously has some flags in it for a future update that way they can make it easier to release new content right and mm-hmm. yeah it's sort of like the way any online game goes right now they'll have content that's sort of hidden behind the scenes as they test it out and tweak it and then once they get it to where they want it they can release it quickly with uh, a new patch or small patch which will unlock all the content essentially. And it's yeah, exactly. how people it, figure out what's going on.
1: Yeah, Fortnite's been really good with that. And that's another reason it, it, it stood out in front of PUBG where it understood that it could just do rapid iterative changes where, okay, a bunch of people were complaining about the pump-action shotgun and all of a sudden they're like, all right, we heard you, we're going to fix this issue, et cetera. Right. You quick turnaround. Quick, quick turnaround. Same yep. thing that Overwatch League does, which speaking of Overwatch League... Uh, Bridget is out and very quickly Bridget has been nerfed uh, thankfully <laughs> so I, I when when she when I saw her character description I was like damn yo <laughs> like that's really powerful mm-hmm. like that is going to be an issue potentially for a lot of the you know, Players, well, I don't know, even for the meta, one, and two, just for the way the game flows. I didn't understand how, like, where her character sort of fit in, but uh, did you get a chance to try her out on the PTR?
0: Nah, man. Uh, You set up the directions. I never got down to to, uh, downloading the PTR, which is unfortunate. However, I did watch gameplay of her, and she seemed pretty awesome. I mean, most of the time in PTR, you're going to have those guys who are really, really good at playing the game. Um, you know, here and above who are just messing around and figure out all of these tips and tricks to playing her. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see. But then, obviously, like we're talking about, immediately she was nerfed because they saw how OP she was. And uh, she's going to change the meta every new character introduced does. I'm unlike Sombra. Sorry, Sombra. You suck. Uh- <laughs> yeah, serious. Uh, but... I think, you know, it's nice to see throwing out new content. I'm excited just to get the chance to play it myself, I think. It's in PTR right now. Whatever you see there, whatever you play, is not going to be the final product before they release it. Yeah. Hopefully they do that in a couple months. Probably like a month exactly. or so. I'd say, I think it should be coming out for reals. So. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. And so like now you can no longer skip the uh, animation. Uh, yeah,
0: the- talking about what she's shield. doing yeah yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: i gotcha yeah. so this is a list put together by a redditor so you no longer deploy her shield uh while using emotes or her shield correctly disappears while emoting she doesn't seem to gain as much height while shield bassing, uh which was the thing where someone would sort of like pop off the ground sort of like a grenade launch with the character i guess this is very specific to people who are familiar with overwatch with right, Soldier right, right. seventy six, where you shoot off the ground and you sort of jump shelf up, or with Farah, where you use her ability and sort of shoot yourself off the ground. There was that ability with this, but they sort of pushed that down, where she sort of just does a little hop, uh, like a Genji Swift Strike or Doom Fist Punch, specifically. Um, and you know, she can now do her sweep tack a bit more consistently. And I guess they're going to end up changing, I, I suppose, the damage amounts and the heal amounts, et cetera. But what do you think it does to the meta? Because it does sort of change the ability for someone to set up a dive composition, which has really been the main thing people have been talking about, which is because, just... she, Go ahead. As it, because she can stun someone with their shield. Like if a big character comes in, like she has 600 shields, she has like 850
0: theoretically right right, right right. she she can do a lot of stuff i hear you yeah i don't know it's just depends on how people want to use her um i think just in the ptr from the stuff i've been seeing it's like she's she's short range she's like reinhardt where you need good team players around her she's not necessarily a healer because she doesn't heal a lot and then she's not a great tank because she can get flanked and her shield kind of uh i don't know it's it's a tough scene it's sort of like the way I, she reminds me of May in Purgatory. When May, before May got buffed, May was only used on defensive points, right? She's only mm-hmm. used on the the payloads or control points on defense because she can just stall the forever. Yeah. And I feel like 100%. that's exactly what what uh, Bridget or Brigitte, whatever her name is, is going to do. And it's hard because she's not really fast. She's kind of slow like Arissa, so. Even if you did want to do a dive comp, it's not going to be too great. You're still going to need two healers aside from her because she doesn't fill the place of a healer unless you have a mercy, right? And then yeah. she can't be a solo tank at all, so you still need another tank. And like, it's kind of weird. I don't yeah, know. I need I to g- play with her and figure it out.
1: I agree with. That I agree with. But we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get back to you guys more on how that ends up going mm-hmm. uh, in the future.
0: Alright, uh, so moving on to the next topic, uh, we spoke a couple weeks back about the new COD designer, his name is David Vonderhall, he's talking about the next COD, well, rumor has it that this is going to be Call of Duty Black Ops 4, although Don, or <laughs> this director, David, he has been notoriously uh, tight-lipped about everything on all the projects he's ever worked on, and... Yeah, this is not really news, but he's tight-lipped about this one. He went on Twitter yesterday, or actually on March third, to talk about his team and how well they're working, and his career, and you know the progress, and essentially alluded to the game without giving away any details. So he was just yeah. fucking teasing everybody, and that's essentially yeah. the way it goes.
1: So, smart, smart. Yeah. And yep. They're they're building up momentum to sort of get past some of the issues that the World War Two game is having.
0: Yep. Smart. So, Smart. Uh, he said a lot without saying anything and also said nothing without saying anything. Does that make sense? So I don't know. You got, you figured it out.
1: <laughs> we're going to say he said nothing of substance or value to relay. Therefore, that is fake news.
0: Yep, pretty much fake news. I like that.
1: Anyway... On to a little bit of Twitch, if you guys recall a couple of weeks ago, we had mentioned that Twitch had delayed uh, guidelines uh, or community guidelines that they were going to establish uh, for the streaming service for streamers. And they paused it after they got some negative feedback, but now it looks like they're rolling it back out, but it also looks reasonably as silly and vague as uh it did the first time around yeah Uh, i sorry twitch i'm not doing it what does this even mean
0: i don't know man the people are ripping it apart already which is funny funny as hell trying to stop loot streamers all this random stuff but dude it's just uh... There's, there's
1: a couple of questionable aspects where they speak about the fact you know on top of the fact that there's a lot of fear over what female streamers are going to wear, which I'm not going to comment on because frankly, I don't give a shit. It's not my Mm -hmm. business and I don't watch it. So I don't care. You guys settle that amongst yourselves, but Mm -hmm. I will talk about the fact that they do uh, talk about monitoring your off Twitch behavior, which I think is pretty interesting. I don't know what that sort of necessarily means. Um, And, you know, Their desire, yeah. I I guess it's going to be just like, okay, what do you what do you do on Twitter that you're not doing on Twitch or on YouTube that you're not doing on Twitch? You know, right? I could be, I guess, a good, I I, guess, containment net to a degree.
0: Doesn't it make sense though? That part I actually understand. Where, yeah, exactly. it, It can hurt your brand. It's like you don't. So, it's like in in the wake of all these scandals, uh, especially in Hollywood and stuff like that, sexual assault, sexual harassment... It's the same idea. If you, so long, you don't like, want sh-
1: InfoWars on your shit.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> like I said, it's simple enough. They're just like, yeah, look, we can moderate your shit from what you're doing over there to here because you could try to... You, you could know, ruin our
0: brand, essentially, is what yeah. it comes down to. You're going ru- to ruin up. the Twitch brand if you get labeled a rapist or something crazy. Obviously, not that extreme. Hopefully, no streamer would do that. But Twitch would be dumb to not include that. I think it is dumb yeah. that... They include stupid shit like, and I'm going to read a direct quote here. Uh, creators should consider the consequences of their statements and the actions of their audiences. So I don't know if you understand what that means, but yes, creators need to know, well, take care of what they say, right? You can't just be spouting off some racist BS nonstop left and right. Exactly. Whatever he says
1: or she says, responsible for that shit.
0: Yeah, but then you have to be aware of their actions of the audience members i i think it's like you can only take care of yourself even if you're a streamer um i understand that they're gonna have a broad scope and a great audience but at the same time it's not their responsibility if if some idiot wants to go ahead and do something dumb and like you know set fire to some building or crash a car or do something crazy and film it and all that stuff just say he it was because of the streamer. I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. You yeah. Uh, it, you it, it, it,
1: it, it, it's, it's a it's a vagueness of that. And, and the it's, just, it's difficult to basically specifically state every case scenario in which you could potentially be punished. So that's mm-hmm. not what people are necessarily asking of Twitch. But at the same time, they are talking about how to necessarily establish guidelines as to what is acceptable or not. Because you have at least on television, FCC rules as to what's sort of allowed with language. So like uh, you're not you're going to get a certain type of content and innuendo on ABC and CBS, and you'll get a certain amount of sexual content on TNT and TBS, and then you'll get no boundaries on HBO and Showtime. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Sort of like, yeah, but, yeah. But Twitch is just wide open. So if you know their user base is younger. You know, maybe it's, like, if it's, like, an 8-year-old kid who's listening to, like, a streamer who's, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Like, I, I personally don't care, but, you know. I can understand how people do. It. Yeah, it's hard time, to regulate it's not, servers like that. It's, yeah. At the same time, it's not Twitch's problem necessarily either. Um, who knows? We'll see. Sure. But they need to they need to figure this one out because saying that they're responsible for everything they say, I, I get the spirit of some of... Or all of the ideas are doing it. One or two are actually really good, but the other few are just need a bit bit of tinkering in terms of how they're being uh, rolled out and to establish and be sort of transparent with that sort of process. But yeah, that's all. That's pretty much all there is with uh, that little bit of Twitch update.
0: All right. uh, Let's move on to something a little more upbeat and hopefully at a faster pace for everybody. Sorry, we keep getting bogged down. We're just excited. And obviously, we both haven't been on together in a while. So feed off each other. We're
1: just trying to to pick up where we left off, figure this shit out.
0: Feeding on each other. Uh, so, in lighter news, like I was saying, currently, the largest charity tournament in mobile eSports history kicked off March 3rd and is trying to raise $100,000 for breast cancer. So, this mobile eSports platform called Skills is leaving the charge and all proceeds are going to go to this Susan G. Komen uh, Foundation. It's the world's largest breast cancer organization. And to quote the article written on Game Industry Biz by Hayden Taylor, He's quoting Andrew Paradise, who's the CEO of Skills, as an esport Well, okay, let me backtrack. As esports eclipse the revenue and spectatorship of several offline sports, meaning you know professional sports and what other things like that of that nature, it is our responsibility to leave the Nansen industry by example. So he's trying to put esports on the forefront and show, hey, we want to raise money for charity. We can do this too. We're uh, we're up and coming, and we're gonna do it. So as another fun fact which isn't really fun and kind of terrible but as we hey, all I, <laughs> I was going to say sorry as we were all um, have women in our lives in some form or another one in eight women in the United States are going to be diagnosed with breast cancer in their lifetime so you know if you can support something like this and this breast cancer research it goes a long way you can help change the future so Agreed. Work like this and stuff that people
1: like gamer outreach and uh, gamer charities do. Uh, I I think it- it's important to add the charity element into some of this. It, it- it'll work pretty quickly. You know, gamers mm-hmm. aren't shy about <laughs> donating money. If Twitch is any example, that's but- true. We do he, it, you know. So, you know, if you're a gamer and you're out here and you see Ninja and you're like, "Yo, I really love Ninja," you know what you should do? Donate five dollars to breast cancer awareness or yep. something. Exactly. Like, and then tell, and then tell Ninja that you did that because you're gonna be subscribed anyway. Mm-hmm. So, Ni- Ninja, breast cancer awareness.
0: Ninja, although you have donated a lot to charity in your lifetime, there's never enough. There's always more never charitable. Enough things Charitable partner deeds that can be done. Let's make
1: <laughs> partner with us. Let's make yes, a charity. Par- please partner uh, with us. Please partner with us. And okay. maybe play Fortnite with me. Oh but, God! And I'm so bad. I'm so bad. <laughs> okay. I, watch, I I sort of got I watched him for like a week and I was like, Yo, I still get this game. I'm so ready to
0: roll <laughs> <laughs> and, and then
1: I like drop down and I get to a fight. I start spazzing out and I'm like, he yep. made
0: it look so easy. Yep. I, it's just I, it's totally different.
1: I watched so much. I thought I had convinced myself I had gotten better at the game. When in reality, I just still sucked. But I just watched someone really good <laughs> at the game for a long time.
0: I think that's so. exactly how it goes, man. You can absorb it. You can understand the process. It's why I like coaches. Coach, you know, they can't play anymore. Yeah, but they know the game. That's you it. You can coach somebody. Uh, you just you, know, you still need the skills. Like people say, video games don't require Everything a lot is of athleticism. Man.
1: It does. Everything's I speculative does. except for experience. That's uh you put out brilliant. there,
0: but I'm gonna pretend you said something wise and novel. And,
1: yeah. Yes. I said everything is speculative except for the uh shit. I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> moving on. All right. Moving
1: on. Moving on. Because we're, we're, we're in quick And I was looking at the next topic I should be writing with July for our last thing to say. Uh, Xbox One is going to be updating, or these are actually uh, two stories uh, about Xbox. Um, Xbox One is going to be updating uh, their software and offering remote play with PC. Uh, it's going to give you the ability to basically pass control of your controller. Uh, to someone who's watching your stream. It works through Mixer, which is basically Microsoft's version of streaming. I don't know. I haven't really messed around with it too much. It is something I want to check out. There is a Mixer studio here in New York. Mixer, if you're listening, hit us up. And uh, they it's pretty cool. I think it has it's pretty, uh, I want to say, intuitive in terms of its design and the way it's set up, which is... Sort of surprising for the way a lot of the other Xbox set stuff is set up in terms of its layout and featuring, which is just a mess. I don't know who designed that shit, but you did a bad job, sir. Or ma'am. But regardless of the design element, uh, Xbox One or Microsoft like released a version for Mac, an official one, because OneCast wasn't particularly incredible, even though okay. I had mentioned it. So anyway, that's all. And next up, we have the fact that Xbox as well is going to be announcing a new series called Inside Xbox, premiering on March 10th. And it's basically going to be a show for the team there to celebrate news, games, fans, history, et cetera. Um, I think it's a good idea. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are. Would you watch like a documentary on... Halo on the Xbox channel?
0: Uh, Yes and no. I would say yes because the visuals are cool. If they can do a good job of keeping up with the content and making it interesting, great. But at the same time, I mean, there's only so much, right? Because everyone's listening to PLG. They get all their information here. We're probably going to release the stories before it comes out on video, right? So, Yeah. Why would you go there and watch that when you can just listen to PLG, guys? It's so silly. That's so true. That's so true. Right? Right? That's why I was just like, nah, I wouldn't watch it. I I just listen to PLG.
1: I, I'm a, I'm a real really humble competitor because I'm like yeah I, I'll I'll even big up my competitor because like it's not like they're gonna win it's like my, <laughs> it's like my, it's a, it's like a little pity shout out I'm like all right you know yeah exactly give them some views but that's like, a, that's all we're doing yeah you, know, you know, we'll give them the bottom of the milkshake <laughs> ew no
0: one I wants drink that a, I drink your milkshake <laughs> I drink it up
1: i there just watching. Come. I was watching There Will Be Blood dope ass movie dope ass quote mm-hmm. anyway to finish things up Ubisoft, just is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? We're gonna go with Ubisoft because that sounds better to my ears. It's
0: Ubisoft, you idiot! <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> it's Shut up, Ubisoft. Blue-o. It's Ubisoft from now no, on. No, uh, you are soft. You are <laughs> bro, so soft. Hit the chin, bro. Y- it's bro, <laughs> Ubisoft.
1: <laughs> you say you you say tomato. I say fuck off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Solid.
1: Solid. Good comeback. Practice that one. Yeah, I, re- I wrote it down. I said it in the mirror, and I was yeah, like, I, I one knew day, I knew gonna that you yep, were going mirror. to say that. The situation is going to arise." All right. right dropped like right. a Yu-Gi-Oh! trap card. Anyway, all right. So what is it's Ubisoft?
0: A, it's... Ubisoft. <laughs> there you Ubisoft. go. I gotcha. Ubisoft
1: right. just snapped when... up a Smash Brothers sort of brawler called brawlhalla um when i saw it i thought i said brawlhaha i was like that's such a funny name but brawlhalla (laughs) is actually a really cool name as well uh it was uh it's like it was a free-to-play platform fighter uh it's a big hit on steam and playstation 4 and it sort of coincides with um ubisoft's sort of move towards supporting content for the uh continual time and this is one of those games uh will ended up giving it or downloading it so next week we'll come back to you guys with uh, a little update on how it went and how it is uh it looks interesting uh what are your thoughts on it any comments it
0: looks sweet yeah man i mean i'm i've been missing that uh I'm missing something to fill the void that Smash Brothers has instilled in my heart, and don't get me wrong, Smash Brothers never gets old, but I don't have any of the equipment to play Smash Brothers unless I want an emulator. So yeah. this is like a new style two D. It's awesome little fighter. No items, as as far as I can see. I'm gonna give it a try, and uh, I'll let you guys know.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But actually, that segues us pretty well into our main segment, which we're gonna sort of switch up, and instead of doing sort of further topics or specific articles the way we do with quickscope it's going to be more so discussion questions and just sort of like a a, a more general approach to things um, but it'll be still article based but it'll be a, a broader discussion so funny enough uh, talking about smash leads us into the fact that it was recently the one year anniversary of the nintendo switch and by any I wanna say measure, you could say that the Switch had a slightly successful year, uh better than average potentially, uh if you want to be so bold. Um what do you what do you think, Lilo? Did would Switch have a Nintendo have a decent year?
0: Are you kidding me Nintendo no, fucking no, killed it man what are you yeah, talking about yeah yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah, know you're waiting I, for that reaction of course yeah Nintendo uh, absolutely uh, killed this past year like Nintendo Switch obviously sold ridiculously well it's incredibly fun it's made me bond with my family members because all both my brothers have a Switch and I can play with them across the world and it's awesome I mean they released game after game that has gotten what like a 9.8 and a 10 between Zelda and uh, Odyssey and you just have all these non like nostalgic, uh, nostalgic titles coming out left and right, and so doing a great job. And I guess this brings up the question, like Solo was saying, can Nintendo keep up the hype? Can they keep the train rolling and carry the success into year two? And yeah, I'm like, on the in- I'm on the yes train personally.
1: Well, well because sure. like first, first off, we have it had the rare feat of having games as launch titles that could propel system sales, and so
0: yes, I use mm-hmm.
1: it, it like very rarely are there consoles that manage that. So like Xbox, you sort of had Halo, like Halo was a reason to buy an Xbox in my yes. for a long yes. time, like definitively. And for Nintendo, there was Zelda fans who were like that's a reason for me to buy Nintendo, and for Sony. For the most part, PlayStation 2, everyone had. So that was ubiquitous. But at the same time, it was still even moving forward more of a person who was willing to play single player games because I always felt like Xbox had a better multiplayer platform for overall gameplay. But, and then Nintendo didn't even compete. So, like, having Odyssey and Breath of Wild. Great year, they had. You know, a couple of games in between as well. But you know, the the one thing they need to know, the people need to know, is that Nintendo is running, riding rather, a hot streak so ridiculous that they're heat checking by selling a cardboard box for sixty (laughs) nine, sixty nine on four twenty. Like that is like huevos muchos grandes, bro. That is like Jesus christ
0: or it's the right amount of huevos you know Dude, that that's sizzling huevos but they're like gonna now, get it they're gonna get so, it it's gonna make like a million dollars i'm sure more than so you, hell yeah more than you that.
1: have you have four games that you could think of that could follow up the year which would be smash it would be a pokemon game it would be metroid prime it would be um a potential I was Mario. thinking a sports
0: game, man. Mario sports yeah. game. Yeah, was, Mario that was Party, gonna be my last
1: a, a, a new because well, they they released you know Mario Kart Eight, which was good, but like it didn't have the same. I guess just trying to measure its potential hit status in comparison to what Odyssey and Breath of the Wild completed. In, in a all fairness, bit I mean, like
0: Kart came out on Wii U too, so it's the same game. You just okay. got like some more unlockables, which is why it wasn't as crazy. Odyssey and Breath of the Wild were brand new games, you know what I mean? So yeah, never before seen. That's why I can understand why the cart didn't do as well.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. So like you know, going into year two, I don't know which of those uh cards they're going to pull. I'm thinking it's going to be Pokemon and oh, and, and Star Fox could be number five on that list. Oh, Star Fox that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah, so that's five. That's a good point. And so,
0: nostalgia um, train we've mentioned this multiple times man nintendo's got so much intellectual property that they could just unleash for this new console at any given moment that like i i find it hard to believe that they will not keep up ridiculous amount of sales yes they'll probably yeah. taper off slightly but at the same time it's still gonna be their best-selling console maybe well not maybe not ever we was insane yeah Wii yeah was insane but uh, Nintendo switch is the best thing that they've done in a while. So let's go with that. Yeah, I agree. So
1: we'll see how year two ends up establishing itself. Uh, I'm curious how they'll end up doing games that were sort of mobile focused, uh, and how, or not mobile were rather handheld focused and couldn't be made into a mobile game, but could be sort of polished upwards and made into a full game. That would be Mm. interesting. Um, It's just curious to see how they could sort of work, as you said, with that IP, which is just just a bottomless drawer of classics on classics on classics. And they could potentially partner up with anyone. So now we're going to speculate on potentially you have Kingdom Hearts. And so you had Square Enix and Disney out of nowhere. What would be another version of that for Nintendo? Who would they have to cross with to have that same Interesting
0: factor. Uh well I mean, if you're talking about crossovers, Nintendo partnered with the Rabbids, and don't get me wrong, I was still a uh that was still a Enterprise by Nintendo, I think the Rabbids were. But that game was awesome. If you haven't picked it up, I think that's the Dark Horse for me game of the year. I love XCOM and I love battle strategy games, and that's one hundred percent awesome. You mix Mario mechanics with battle strategy and you just come up with some of the most creative and Fun strategy games. That was a great mashup that worked well. As far as other things, man, you're you're throwing me in the hot seat. I'm not really sure. Like, I no, I I I'd man. say myself. I,
1: I wouldn't know. I, I would say off the bat, it, I think there's potential for something like that. I think Mario Rabbit, it's an IP that I think would mix. I, I I thought Disney. We're going to come back to this one day. We're going to be like an episode. I'm just going to randomly scream it out like when you've
0: been thinking of a word <laughs> or something. <laughs> you,
1: know, you can't just, remember it.
0: I'm just thinking of different games that they can make. Imagine a Mario basketball game. They've never made one yet, but NBA Jam style with Mario. Unbelievable. How unbelievable. sweet would that be? That, that is one, true. Well, let, that is think true. about uh, like Super Strikers with basketball. People love 2K like people Straight love 2K18 and like 2K17, the whole 2K genre. I think, I think they can have a winner there. But that's I guess true. uh now that I think about it, in Japan, like no one really plays that much basketball, so that could yeah, be a big drawback.
1: That's, tr- <laughs> that's true. It's, I, it's I just shot popular. my own idea
0: down. <laughs> no, I,
1: I think it's real popular. I think that, I think that's a good one. Basketball. Okay. They haven't made a good basketball game. Yeah. That's Strikers was unreal. Strikers, Strikers is so Strikers much is fun. Strikers is in its own world. Strikers yeah. in its own world. We're going to. We should just live stream that one day for the people. We should
0: live stream Strikers. That'd yeah. be legit. Yeah.
1: That would be legit, but uh, I know we we got you guys. We're, we're we're running long on you, but we're enjoying ourselves. We're we're <laughs> we're, 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 con- we're conversationalizing, and mm-hmm. you know we're rolling. We're rolling, so we're 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 going to keep rolling, and we're going to roll right into our next story, regardless of time constraints. And that is a article that I found uh, on Generacion Xbox, which is a Spanish website and it, it did and the author who's not listed um did a analysis on the value of games that Microsoft released for free on the games with gold uh deal every month uh, i don't know if anyone's familiar but every month Microsoft releases three games and you have the ability to download two and i used to be like it used to be like a must get like i don't know if you were one of yeah, those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, Absolutely. A, like I, there was a, in some pretty incredible games, I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty valuable. Dude,
0: Assassin's Creed, uh, what is it? Um, Black Sales, like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And they had like,
1: exactly.
0: A titles that were coming out and coming out free, obviously a year after the game, but still, I hadn't played them yet. Thought it was awesome. I have like 50 games that I haven't played in my Xbox library just from downloading Games with Gold. Yep. So, they're expensive, man.
1: They were expensive. And it, and they paid to do that. And then now, uh, this guy showed, his numbers showed that based on the cost of the game in U.S. dollars a month before using the average uh, for sale price on a website called Store Parser, uh, he found that the value of the games decreased over the past year plus um, from almost, uh, you know, 79% percent of the like value to 70 and it just went even further where the now value of the game is sort of uh less or smaller than it's ever been because at the same time that xbox has been putting its weight behind the xbox game pass all of the titles that you would have seen coming out with the gold memberships ended up being moved to the game pass library
0: yeah 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 I got gotcha. you. It makes yeah. sense, I think to clarify, I think the idea is Xbox stopped releasing as good of games, why because they're coming out with a new service and this service you pay ten dollars a month for, and the games that you thought would come out on games of Gold that you could download and essentially own for the rest of eternity or until Microsoft explodes uh, you don't get to anymore and you have to rent them on a monthly basis and you never own anything because yeah. of Xbox game pass uh, yeah
1: every every game would be about average 20 dollars, worth 20 dollars less than you would have seen so they started going to like bottom of the bin bargains to be able to just put up anything there because sometimes i log in and i'd be like i used to be excited but oh shit what's coming out next month they're like i like
0: this garbage and yeah right you never heard of them they have terrible ratings i mean that's a big thing for us just uh things that you probably wouldn't want to play don't get me wrong some people do but like I don't know, you won't, you're not getting your AAA titles anymore, so, which is very interesting. You're,
1: exactly, you're not you're not getting the games that are being sort of or have been promised through past. But um, we'll see. You know, I, I'm getting Game Pass soon anyway. But with uh, Sea of Thieves coming out, uh, they did another scale test this past weekend, by the way, which is pretty interesting. Something that uh, I don't know, maybe Dragon Ball Fighter Z could learn about (laughs) potentially testing testing your servers beforehand multiple times if you think you may have a lot. And Mm -hmm. as I was saying with Rare, I think that's a really smart idea. And I actually was saying this on Twitter. uh, It's a really smart idea for them to do this many stress tests because with the amount of additional players they're going to have on launch day through the fact that people have Xbox Game Pass, they have to have their servers prepared because it's going to be a pretty big embarrassment if the first big triple a title to be released first day on xbox game pass basically crashes the servers
0: yeah yeah no then that would mean the hype is real so that's pretty yeah. cool But we'll see, we'll see how that goes
1: we'll see how that goes we'll see how that goes but um anyway uh last up to wrap things up uh there has been a influx of recent twitch subscriber accounts and so um there's people. There's like uh, basically the, pa- the past like month or two. It, it's just been a large amount of subscribers and people breaking really crazy subscriber numbers. Like Ninja getting a hundred thousand, and uh, some of these streamers such as uh, Shorty Guy talking about the fact that they're getting a lot of subscribers who are doing one month subscriptions through their uh, Twitch Prime accounts, and so. Mm-hmm. The fact that these viewers don't have live data, uh, you can't really tell. But it seems that because Twitch Prime started offering free uh gear for Fortnite there was the ability to get Twitch Prime if you sign up through Amazon Prime and so what people were doing was stealing credit cards creating Amazon Prime accounts signing up for Twitch Prime and then selling those Twitch Prime accounts to people so they could get the skins and then be able to then just give the sub that was available to whatever or whoever their favorite um streamer was Stream yeah, yeah. And so it looks like that boost has been relatively disingenuous because if you guys recall, which you probably don't, so I'm just going to bear repeating it anyway, Twitch ended up being part of a $1.3 million lawsuit. A couple of uh, months back uh, over the fact that two of these two people, a couple rather, were working on a a company that created bots for Twitch users and they claimed that it contributed to loss of income because obviously Twitch has to pay out to streamers um, who are making money. And mm-hmm. if the numbers are false, that means they're getting a false amount of money. Yeah, uh, I remember this. I remember this. And so uh, seeing that come back up, it looks like this is a sort of loophole to be able to create bots. So I'm sure it's not the actual um, streamers who are choosing to create bots, but just a consequence of the Fortnite tied in deals and the large popularity of Fortnite and the ability of scammers to just sell Accounts really fast for these things, which comes with that free stream. It sort of all makes sense that that's what it's going to be. I'm sure if Twitch sued some of this, they would be within their legal rights to, but I'm sure they're not going to because I'm sure Amazon can't argue that it really necessarily affects their bottom line.
0: Right. I, I don't exactly. know. Uh, it's not like Amazon's fault per se. It's, Whoever's stealing credit cards and who's ever purchasing yeah. legitimate um, accounts or rather illegitimate accounts and then uh, linking them all. It's just, um, it's an unfortunate side effect of people willing to. <laughs> it goes back to sort of like loot box gambling mentality. Like you want this stuff so bad. You're addicted to these cosmetic items so bad that you're willing to. To, to buy something for it. You're willing to pay five bucks for it, even if you know it's probably not legitimate just for the chance of getting it. And because that demand's there, people are more than willing to try and game the system, and that's exactly what they're doing. And they're doing it well. I mean, there's 100%. There's one extra social
1: pressure to be yeah. getting in the gaming world to have the cool you know, skins or whatever the case is. Like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I, I don't get it because... I. I I don't subscribe to it, but I, I get it at the same time, which is like, I want my character to look fucking cool. and if Right, it's you like, look good, and yeah. play
0: good, man. It, That's exactly. what people think.
1: And it's like, yo, pay five bucks and you could get this. I'm like, I mean, it's five bucks, I'll get a call. Whatever <laughs> the case is, but I haven't done it. I'll never do it. And the fact is the you know, it is, it is interesting. Um, I'm curious to see how the numbers for twitch subscribers would be affected if amazon and twitch put a stop to that
0: would that i mean they're going prepare? to it's coming soon for it sure i mean soon. L- if you think about it twitch is losing money right so bottom line they are losing money because they have to pay out for these streams and the views that these streamers are getting if they know that half these numbers are fake they're going to do everything in their power to stop bleeding and that's why there's going to be a ban of a whole bunch of accounts i'm sure coming up soon Kind of like the way with. PUBG banned all these uh, stream uh, – all these cheaters you know, from China yeah. and whatnot. Like yeah. a, a change is going to come for sure. It's just how quickly – what kind of software, what, what like yeah. holes do they have in their system that allow people to do this and they need to coordinate with Amazon and be like, yo – Stop letting people steal the info, man. <laughs> if you think about Seriously. half the Amazon products, Let's like see, you sort see, by four stars, it's crazy. It's all Amazon fake, doesn't give a abuse. shit. Like
1: someone literally tried, it's like a local businessman tried suing Amazon recently or started a lawsuit to be like, yo, you uh, basically allow and promote the sale of false goods by putting them alongside the real ones on your marketplace. And to me, it's like, yeah i guess amazon bears responsibility for that but you know if you look at a digital marketplace at amazon like a digital fair or not fair like a a digital outdoor marketplace like you know if you put everything out on the table if one guy's got a cheaper price for the same thing on a little lesser quality like some people are gonna buy that shit it's not the person's fault that they allowed it to be sold like (laughs) you know like change your fucking prices like there's a lot to be said about trying to charge that aggregating you know the sellers sales you know and offering it to consumers is in some way illegal it's the same Uh, thing you know
0: no I, i get what you're saying i agree that like Amazon can't control it, but at the same time, if you think about it as a brand in general, you have exclusive. Let's go like let's equate it to clubs because that's what I'm thinking of right now. Like mm-hmm. you have exclusive clubs that guarantee a certain type of experience for people. People pay a ridiculous amount of money to get into these clubs, and they do get that experience, and it's the reason why, you the club can charge that much money. Amazon is offering an experience to sell goods and these goods have ratings and you expect these ratings to reflect the quality of a good. But then when you go ahead and buy it and you don't have the good that you're expecting because it has 2000 reviews that came in the last day all at once, something's yeah. fishy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like something's the, yeah. fishy and I think it's on Amazon there to police their own website to know when something is genuine and something is not. It's also on I, the user buyer beware it yeah, is but on the user at, too at, it's like at sides. the
1: same time like who who really parses through all of the reviews other than the look at <laughs> sellers you know right to be right, right right to most- so I,
0: if you're amazon or if you're a consumer you, you expect amazon to be a place where you can buy quality goods or at least yeah well i mean th- that I was one know. of the
1: things that built it, it itself over ebay where you had trusted verified sellers like that was the thing where i was like okay yeah yeah, exactly. I, yep. I can I can trust Amazon with this purchase. And like that moved me away from a lot of that's what you saw the de- the depth of eBay sort of, which was because people are like, Oh, okay, I trust Amazon with my credit card number because I know whoever I'm buying from, regardless if it's random, is protected better by right. this company.
0: But and- now but now, Amazon, people now, be stealing Amazon. shit and getting freaking Prime accounts and looking up the Twitch and then selling Twitch accounts mm. for streams and skins. Come on, Amazon. You should know better. I know, but
1: you know what it is? I don't see it being put to a stop because it makes the numbers look so good. It does, it does. It makes, Every
0: product we have is five stars. It's unbelievable, but it's true. Twitch, you should even buy Even
1: with them. Twitch. <laughs> even with Twitch. Like, why, why, would you, why would you be
0: like, oh, look Did at you, how many. Oh,
1: you could point to it as numbers to be like, oh, look at how many I subscribers. I know, exactly. You're marketing the company. Sponsor. Exactly.
0: Yeah, wow. Yeah. So Ninja could use it as quarter, like, hey. Guys. <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> Viewership went up by two billion. We don't even have that many people <laughs> with computers around the world, but it went up. It's crazy. Hey, hey, hey Bob, aliens. I want to
1: talk to you about about that about that uh, about that uh, loophole that's been happening. He's like, shut up, John. <laughs> that's what, <laughs> that's you how know that our meeting went. Share?
0: Yeah, like our, our sales, <laughs> you know went up? What our look. shares are so good.
1: We're going to be worth three billion dollars extra because of this. And yep. which they probably will. And I'm sure those numbers are going to become real. But at the same time, like, why you lying?
0: Well, but. the more people know, the more you listen to PLG, the more you'll be informed. You can be an informed consumer, which is exactly. something that
1: doesn't a really skeptical happen. consumer is a com- informed consumer.
0: <laughs> Facts. Solid. Yes. But
1: anyway, that was the return of Lilo. You know how it is.
0: We almost hit the hour mark, bro. We're almost we there. We almost
1: hit the hour mark. That's that's how we do it, man. We needed a comeback show. We needed to establish that, like, yo, this is Butch Cassidy and Sundance
0: Kid in your ears <laughs> at this moment. That's how we're rocking. Sorry, she, rambled for, like, a good portion of that. It took a while again to flow. Okay, everybody? Just forgive us. Yeah,
1: we And we're back. And we're back. And Friday is our next episode, as per usual. Anchor, Twitch uh Twitter. Uh Anchor <laughs> Twitch uh SoundCloud uh iTunes Google Play Fucking Spotify and Tidal hit us up. That is going to be a continual call out and yep. go watch Black Panther.
0: It's epic. It's, it's super epic. epic. And stay yeah. for the end of the credits, that's for sure. Exactly. Both of them. Yep. Anyway. Enjoy
1: your week, ladies and gentlemen, and we will catch you in a few days.
0: Yeah, we'll see you on Friday.
1: Later. All right. Nice.